Hello and welcome to Think Positively, one of the habits available on Flex and one we can all benefit from developing if we want to nudge our well-being in the right direction. So why will thinking positively help? Well, the first thing to say is that thinking negatively is normal. We all do it, some more than others, and there is nothing more annoying than someone telling you to cheer up. It might never happen. If you don't ever think negatively, I suspect you're not thinking at all. You're not noticing. Your human brain is not engaged. Autopilot is on and it won't switch off. For me, thinking negatively is a step on the way to thinking positively because step by step, thought by thought, we can all think positively more of the time, but not all the time. If you swap one negative thought for one positive thought once a day or even once a week, then progress will be what you experience. And here's why I'm a believer in positive thought. A big thank you to Nick Jones, plumber, philosopher and paraglider for the story. Nick is an experienced paraglider. He throws himself off Mount Caban on the South Downs on a regular basis. And he's noticed that on their first solo landing, an extraordinary number of people crash into the very thing they're trying to avoid. A car, a tree, a cow, another paraglider. It turns out you fly and you land in the direction you're pointing. If you focus on that cow, that's where you're heading. If you focus on that nice soft patch of grass, that's where you're heading. My way of thinking is that life is the same. If we focus on what we want to avoid, that's the direction we're heading. And in some bizarre way, we feel some sense of satisfaction in being right. I thought it was going to end in disaster, and it did. But there is another way of being right. I thought I was going to land on that patch of grass, and I did. I'm a huge believer in the power of taking aim. I've noticed the more specific my aim, the better the results. Last weekend, I was knocking scaffolding tubes into the ground with a sledgehammer. I was standing on a narrow board, six feet up in the air, and my mate Pete was holding the tube. If I missed, he was in danger of being hit by the sledgehammer, and I was in danger of falling off. I realised pretty quickly I had to hit the tube, and the way to do that wasn't to aim at the 48mm diameter tube, it was to aim at a 1mm spot on the tube. Once I started to aim at that one millimetre spot, I hit it clean enough every time. It's the same when I play patonk. You may know it as balls. If I aim in the general direction of the jack, I end up in the general direction of the jack, which is sometimes enough and sometimes isn't. If I aim for a very, very specific spot, my game improves. For me, thinking positively is about where we place our attention. It's about focusing very specifically on what I want to happen, not what I worry might happen. When I'm crystal clear about where I'm aiming, I don't always land where I aim, but I invariably end up close enough that I'm happy with the result. That's the fight I've mentioned before, the fight between our fear-driven reptile brain and our progress-driven human brain. Negative thoughts cannot and should not be ignored. When we're crossing the road, the consequences of ignoring our reptile brain are dire, but focusing on getting across safely is better than worrying about being hit. But it would be wrong to assume 
that thinking positively is all you need to win. It doesn't work like that. Focus as much as I like, my balls do not always end up where I aim. In life, I do not always get the results I'm looking for, but a miss is only a miss today. Nelson Mandela once said of this process, I win or I learn. Many years ago, I heard Simon Woodruff talk about his efforts to raise funding for his and the UK's first chain of sushi restaurants. He was a roadie for some of the world's biggest bands and travelling the world, living out of a suitcase, had allowed him to fall in love with sushi and out of love with travelling the world. He set himself a target. He was going to raise the half a million pounds he needed to start his first conveyor belt sushi restaurant on his 100th attempt. Each time his plan was rejected, he celebrated and refined. He celebrated because he was one step closer to his 100th attempt and he refined his plan based on the feedback. Simon raised funding on attempt 45. 44 rejections would have defeated many, most of us, but Simon was thinking positively. They weren't rejecting him, they were rejecting his plan. He managed to avoid taking rejections personally. He used every defeat to refine his approach and Yo Sushi was born. Simon's focus never changed, just his approach, but missing and learning is also an opportunity to adjust where we're heading. He could have used the learning to point towards a different type of restaurant or become a supplier of sushi or something else. If you've heard me talk about the law of unintended consequences, this is what I mean. You take one step forward and suddenly the view looks different. You notice paths you could not have noticed back there because they were not in view. And when you notice these paths, you have a choice. You can check them out or not. The language of flex is very much in this vein. Check things out. Experiment, explore, go on mini adventures, take small steps. You can always step back and join the original path. Resma Menachem a trauma therapist and author of My Grandmother's Hands talks about dirty pain and clean pain. Clean pain, he says, is about choosing integrity over fear. It's about letting go of what is familiar but harmful, finding the best parts of yourself and making a leap with no guarantee of safety or praise. Those negative thoughts, the self-defeating beliefs that set you up for failure and dissatisfaction are dirty pain which simply mounts up only to resurface again and again. Clean pain doesn't stick. As I mentioned at the beginning, thinking positively more of the time is all we're looking for. The more we embrace the ideas of taking really specific aim, the more we adopt the idea of win or learn, the more we depersonalize the results we get, the more we seek clean, not dirty pain, the more comfortable we get with the uncomfortable, the more progress we make. Nothing changes overnight, but small changes can sometimes have both a remarkably big difference to how we feel and more importantly, give us the confidence to embrace this particular way of thinking. I know firsthand how almost unbearably difficult it can be to continue holding one's nerve when in pain, even when it's clean pain. But my personal experience is that it's worth it. 
it's worth staying disciplined. It might take longer than you thought, be harder than you thought. There will be many steps backwards, not forward. But the other side is a life done differently. And all I can say is it feels better. The effort, the uncomfortableness, the pain was worth it. Much easier said than done. But ultimately, we have a choice where we place our attention. We can worry about crashing into the tree or we can focus on that soft landing only to see another challenge. But that's okay when you sort of know how it works. Some things to try. One, catch yourself thinking negatively. Give that reptile brain a name. Mine's Ronnie, Ronnie the reptile. Two, next time Ronnie or whatever you call your reptile brain makes an unnecessary appearance, watch him arrive and wave as he leaves. Alternatively, be more proactive and less Buddhist and tell him to off. Obviously, it's a good idea to double check that Ronnie is crying wolf and there's not a car coming or similar. Three, catch yourself thinking positively. Give that human brain a name. I call mine Ray. It's who I want to be more of the time. Four, next time your human brain makes an appearance, next time you start to take aim at something positive, give yourself a high five. Five, write down a list of things you're grateful for. Six, positive self-talk. Speak to yourself in a way you would speak to someone you were looking to help. Seven, write down one thing you're aiming for and take one step towards it. Eight, write down one thing you think negatively about and a way in which you could think positively about it. Nine, invite someone positive to spend some time with you. Ask them about their approach to life. Embrace what you can. Ten, do something about that one thing you've been putting off. As always, when I'm thinking about what I'm going to say, I tend to find a way to practice what I preach. It's so interesting. I'm here looking after my mum who hit a low point health-wise and needs someone to be around all the time. It's hard work. It's depressing to see my mum, who has always been so positive, openly being so negative. It's painful, really painful to witness and the negativity has, in moments, spread to me. Over the course of the last 72 hours, I felt helpless. But that last point, do something you've been putting off, is what I've put into practice. I've taken aim at a soft landing. I've searched the internet and then I've made a phone call, which has resulted in a real option being available to my mum. An option for her to be cared for in a way neither me or my brother can. Whether we or she takes the option is not the point. The point is I feel so much better knowing it's an option and so does my mum. Mary Engelbright sums it up pretty well. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change the way you think about it. So to summarise my take on thinking positively, aim for something rather than avoiding something. Avoiding something involves focusing on the thing you don't want. And since that's where you're placing your attention, there's a very good chance that's where you're going to end up. So why not focus, place your attention on what you do want? There's a good chance that's where you'll end up. It's not possible or healthy to think positively all the time. If you don't ever think negatively, you're not going to live long. But our reptile brain has a habit of over-exaggerating the dangers of different. And different ways of thinking and behaving are what we need if we want different results. 
congratulate yourself if you find yourself feeling negative. Noticing those feelings really is the first step to changing them. Good luck on your Think Positively adventures. I'm looking forward to hearing what you get up to. If you've already downloaded Flex, you'll have access to a range of practical and actionable small steps designed to build the habits that lead towards your goals. You'll be able to convert these small steps from one-off experiments into something you repeat on a regular basis. We call them routines. You'll also be able to track your well-being and sign up to other goals such as stress less, feel healthier, be more resilient, be happier and more. All Flex goals are designed to boost your well-being. If you've not yet downloaded Flex, see how far you can get with creating your own small steps using the ideas described in this episode and join us on Flex if you need a little extra help. And always remember, changing your thinking won't lead you towards your goals, but changing what you do might.